Good morning. Welcome to this morning's edition of the Rich Urban Show. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming from a store, Carpers Ferry, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from the unification principle point of view. Today's episode is number 129, Sliding is Deciding. Let's start with a scripture reading. This quote is from the Daily Inspiration, May 3rd, 2023. And also is found in Chun Sung Gyeong, 1270. The fruits that Christians have produced through their lives of faith are the fruits of the wild olive tree. In order to produce fruits of the true olive tree, they need to be cut off at the base and have the sprout of the true olive tree engrafted onto them. If the sprout cannot be engrafted, the tree should be pulled up completely and burned to ashes. If the wild olive tree is not uprooted completely, it will produce further fruits which will then be strewn around the tree and will grow into more wild olive trees. This is a scripture reading from Reverend Sum Young Moon. And my comments, Richard, all Christians need to receive the holy marriage blessing from true Father Moon and his bride, the true parents. If not, Christianity will gradually become weaker and weaker. I'd also like to play and consider this clip from Tucker Carlson on April 21st, 2023 at the Heritage Foundation 50th anniversary. Let's give a listen to that. For those of us who are still engaged in trying to figure out what this means and not just repelled by it, I would say two things that are I think we're thinking about. The first is, is you look around and you see so many people break under the strain, under the downward pressure of whatever this is that we're going through. And you look with disdain and sadness as you see people you know become quislings, you see them revealed as cowards, you see them going along with a new, new thing, which is clearly a poisonous thing, a silly thing, you know, saying things you know they don't believe because they want to keep their jobs. If there's a single person in this room who hasn't seen that, through George Floyd and COVID and the Ukraine war, raise your hand. Oh, nobody, right, you all know what I'm talking about. And you're so disappointed in people. You know, you are, and you realize that the herd instinct is maybe the strongest instinct. I mean, it may be stronger than the hunger and sex instincts, actually. The instinct, which again is inherent to be like everybody else and not to be cast out of the group, not to be shunned, that's a very strong impulse in all of us from birth. And it takes over, unfortunately, in moments like this, and it's harnessed, in fact, by bad people in moments like this to produce uniformity. And you see people going along with this and you lose respect for them. And that certainly happened to me at scale over the past three years. I'm not mad at people, I'm just sad, I'm disappointed. How could you go along with this? You know it's not true, but you're saying it anyway? Really, you're putting your pronouns in your email? You're ridiculous. You know, but no one else thinks it's ridiculous. Oh no, it's your pronouns in the email. What does that even mean? What does it even mean? You're saying things you can't define. LBGTQIA+. Who's the plus? The plus is invited to my show anytime. Find a plus and I'll interview him. What's it like to be a plus? Am I a plus? I'm serious. I feel like I'm an addition. Does that make me a plus? No one even knows what it is. And the whole society, LGBTQIA+. All right. What's the plus? Oh, shut up. Racist. Okay. So you, you reach that place and you feel, and this is one of the reasons, Father Scalia, I, I was actually overcome a little bit with emotion as you prayed because I realized that I was so upset by the behavior of 
some people I love, frankly, in a country I revere and always have, um, that I wasn't praying for the country. You know, that's on me, and we all should be. But back to my point. So you see the sadness happening. But there is, as there always is, this is a fact of nature and theology and of observable reality, there is a countervailing force at work always. There's a counterbalance to the badness. It's called goodness. And you see it in people. So for every 10 people who are putting he and him him in their electronic J.P. Morgan email signatures, there's one person who's like, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry, I don't want to fight, but like I'm not doing that. It's a betrayal of what I think is true. It's a betrayal of my conscience, of my faith, of my sense of myself, of my dignity as a human being, of my autonomy. I am not a slave. I am a free citizen, and I'm not doing that. And there's nothing you can do to me to make me do it. And I hope it won't come to that. But if it does come to that, here I am. Here I am. It's Paul on trial. Here I am. And you see that in people, and it's a completely unexpected assortment of people. I'm really interested in cause and effect, and as I noted at the outset of my remarks and my ability to predict the future, (laughs) working on that. But because I'm sort of paid to predict things, I try and think a lot about, you know, what connects certain outcomes that I should have seen before they occurred. And in this case, there is no thread that I can find that connects all of the people who've popped up in my life to be that lone, brave person in the crowd who says, no, thank you. You could not have known who these people are. They don't fit a common profile. Some are people like me. Some of them don't look like me at all. Some of them are people I despised on political grounds just a few years ago. I could name their names, but you may not even know about their transformations. I don't want to wreck your dinner by telling you who they are. But there is in one case someone who I made fun of on television and certainly in my private life in vulgar ways, who was really the embodiment of everything I found repulsive, who in the middle of COVID decided, no, I'm not going along with this. And once you say one true thing and stick with it, all kinds of other true things occur to you. The truth is contagious. Lying is, but the truth is as well. And the second you decide to tell the truth about something, you are filled with this. I don't want to get supernatural on you. But you are filled with this power from somewhere else. Try it. Tell the truth about something. You feel it every day. The more you tell the truth, the stronger you become. That's completely real. It's measurable in the way that you feel. And, of course, the opposite is also true. The more you lie, the weaker and more terrified you become. We all know that feeling. You lie about something, and all of a sudden you're a prisoner of that lie. You are diminished by it. You are weak and afraid. Drug and alcohol use is the same way. It makes you weak and afraid. But you look around, and you see these people, and some of them really have paid a heavy price for telling the truth. And they are cast out of their groups, whatever those groups are, but they do it anyway. And I look on at those people with the deepest possible admiration. I am paid to do that. I face no penalty. That's a really good clip. I hope you like that. I really do. Um, So what I want to talk about, especially today, deciding not sliding. So I've mentioned in my other shows several times that there's a reason why our society is so screwed up and 
we could look at, of course, the decline of the family is a serious issue, you know, with 40% to 75%, like in the black community, out of wedlock birth rate. But why is the family declining? You know, what's going on? So I would like to posit and clearly state, and as you can also see in the reading, the first reading, we need to realize we're sinful people. We need to be engrafted onto the true olive tree. So Jesus talked about engrafting, but it could only be done spiritually since he was crucified. He didn't have a physical family. But now we can engraft completely physically. And that's called the blessing of marriage that Reverend Moon and his wife brought as the true parents. So through this blessing of marriage, we can be engrafted. And in fact, we can't pass on this. That's why I played the Tucker Carlson clip. A lot of people think, I have about 600 homes in my neighborhood here in West Virginia. It's our home church where we go and minister. Not like home church that we meet in our home, but home church that all those homes together make up a type of church or a home church. Well, I've heard more than a few times, well, I'm fine. I go to the First Baptist Church. I'm fine. I go to this church. So we don't need you slash Reverend Moon, whatever you're saying. And in fact, this happens all the time. Well... I'm here to tell you, yes, you do need Reverend Moon, and you do need Reverend Moon because God says so, because Jesus says so. Hello. So if you want to follow Jesus, you need to receive the blessing of marriage from Reverend Mrs. Moon. You need to pay attention to their ministry, especially the absolute sex ministry or absolute sexual ethics, meaning abstain before marriage and remain faithful in marriage, receive the blessing of marriage, which means you're being grafted onto the true olive tree. What does Father Moon say will happen to those who don't get engrafted? Well, he said that their root or whole root should be pulled up and incinerated, i.e. it'll be worthless. And also he says and destroyed that the um, Christianity will become weaker and weaker if they don't go with or understand the new truth in this age. So I'd like to posit the question to all my friends, and especially my Christian friends. If everything's okay at the First Baptist Church or wherever you go or don't go, why is our country declining so rapidly? It's obvious something is not okay. If everything was going fine with the current theologies, plural, because there's like 7,000 denominations, then how come our country and world is going to hell in a handbasket? Uh, well, I'm here to tell you we do need to follow the teachings that Father Moon brings. We do need to follow our conscience, and we need to unite together. There's a strong tendency... Among Christians, as I said, you know, I've been doing ministry for years and more recently in my home church here in Harper's Ferry of 600 homes to fracture and, how do you say, separate. So what does that mean? So, yeah, I go to the First Baptist Church. I go to the Second Baptist Church. I go to the Third Baptist Church. We don't need you. 
And it's not just me and unificationism. You can see this in society. What happened to our civic community? Like, shouldn't, like, if someone came around to my door and said, hey, you know, I'm working to help the community. You know, I'm trying to help youth uh, be healthy, stay abstinent. I like, you know, to clean up uh, the trash in our community, you know, but especially the spiritual things, you know, to help you to know God's will. I'd say, you know, well, sure. Come on in. I definitely, you know, want to hear about that. So, but however, that's really not the way it is. There's a fracturing. Everybody's in their own space for the most part. The good news is the kingdom of heaven, as I've said also on many shows, is already here. Like Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within the midst of some of you. Meaning those who are blessed in marriage, those who are understanding God's will, are already in the kingdom of heaven, or as we say in the unification movement, Chun Il Guk, it's a Korean term, which means the kingdom of heaven. So let's also think about what happened at the time Jesus was here. So Jesus was here. The Jewish people were chosen, had been chosen, had like some 4,000 year biblical history up to that point. And then Jesus came. He said, what should you be doing to do the works of Father? And he said, follow me. Hello. You can read the Bible again. He didn't say, hello, please crucify me. No, that was a secondary option when the people didn't believe. So the Jewish people have had a grievous course of suffering due primarily to the fact that they did not believe in Jesus. So that's really what happened. So what's happening in Christianity today? Well, Christians need to understand the new truth, which is, of course, what I'm talking about. And absolute sexual ethics is the core issue of the new truth and the changing the blood lineage through the blessing of marriage, not ignore it, not say, well, I'm fine, oh, okay, good luck, or whatever. Deci sliding is not deciding. In fact, if you're sliding, i.e. saying, oh, well, you know, I don't need that, then you are deciding. You're deciding to ignore, i.e. reject the new truth. And in fact, over time, Christianity and those who do that will decline. It's not because God wants them to decline. It's because of their own human portion of responsibility. So I'd like to share one more quote now about the fall of man. And this is from the New Truth, the teachings of Reverend Samuel Moon. So let's have a look at that. This is from the Chun Sang Gyang, the teachings of Reverend Samuel Moon, page 1260. There could be no perfection in ignorance. Who did I say Satan is? He is the adulterer. I have made all this clear to you. Do you think you can go to the kingdom of heaven if you ignore this? Do you think you can be saved if you ignore it? There is not even the slimmest chance. What a set of ignorant people. If you could be saved by just believing what you are told to believe, people like you and I would have been saved a long time ago. We would not have to suffer like this. In conclusion, we have to know what the truth is. The fall of man was not eating some apple. That's part of the unification principle, which you can find at our website, visionroot.org, and do subscribe to Daily Inspiration. We uh, share daily scripture readings from Reverend Moon's teachings. So it was 
a sexual immorality, a premature sexual relationship. So if we don't even know this, how are we going to solve the problem? problems of society? What are all the problems centered around? Break down the family. Why is the family breaking down? Why can't, can't husband and wives get along? Why is it morality? Why is the younger generation cohabiting? Why doesn't he believe in God? Well, it doesn't help any or it's necessary for people to understand what the truth is and particularly absolute sex and absolute sexual ethics. As I've been talking about, absence for marriage, faithless in marriage. It's not just some issue. It's the issue that's causing the whole breakdown of our society. So I hope that if you've been uh, someone who hasn't heard about the new truth, you'll study it. And if you did hear about it and are just ignoring it, then decide to study and work together with God and with Jesus and with True Father Reverend Moon instead of doing your own thing and just being part of just your church or your own thing and not working together. The tendency to separate is not God's tendency. Now, it can be, like Tucker says, the tendency to unite can be false in the sense that if you're just going along to get along, no, not that. But the tendency to fracture of God's people, like, you know, you can't work with this person because he has a different faith. He's a unification believer. Or you don't need to be bothered about that. You're fine. Well, that's not true. The wild olive tree shoots will decline eventually be burned up and they are being burned up in the sense that our society is suffering and being you know decimated by all this first of all ignorance of what really is true as far as the family and this insane all this insane um you know transgender and so on but why is it that is it like that if we had followed what father moon is saying then we, it wouldn't be like that. We would have saved the generation coming up. They wouldn't be like shockingly 35% saying they're transgender. Why is that? Because they're born different? No, because they've been indoctrinated, you know. But, you know, like groups like ours 20 years ago or we were working in the schools. And then even in D.C. 15 years ago, already people who were homosexual literally homosexual, like proclaiming that, and we're school officials were trying to kick us out, you know. So we did ring the alarm bell, although it didn't get a lot of traction. But now that's happening not just in D.C., but everywhere. Well, how about if we had actually worked together with Reverend Moon? Then this wouldn't have had to happen, I can emphatically state. But there's still hope, and it's still a necessity, you know, to join the King of Heaven, to work together, on these issues. So I hope that's what you'll do. Uh, do uh, check us out at visionroot.org, urbanlifetraining.org for absence center education. So I hope that you have enjoyed this show, that it's edifying. It might not be a pleasant message if you're uh, one of the persons tending to just slide and not decide, but it's certainly a necessary message and that together we can and will build God's kingdom. So thank you for joining today. Do be blessed. This is Richard Urban reporting to you from Historic Harpers Ferry, and we'll see you next time.